Drinks. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. <laughs> this is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And uh, this episode we have best-selling author, Margo Lightman. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> I'm very excited. Margo is one of my favorite storytellers and oh. I've been trying to get her on the show for a long time. You know, yes. the show has been very good luck for me. Every time we have booked this, <laughs> I book a gig. And I've been like, I can't, I got work, I have to go. But it's like, it's very, not tonight, guys, not tonight. But for like, it's been like a year and I have almost every time booked a gig. So like, thank you for bringing me that good mojo. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. We're happy to provide. That's what we do. Very available tonight though. Very available. Oh, good, good. Well, um, I have three kids. They're all boys, eight, six, and three. Um, I have three kids. I have an eight-year-old boy and twin five-year-old girls. What you got? I have two kids, a six-year-old boy and a two-year-old boy. Yeah. I like the pause. The pause is like, <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six, so six-year-old and two-year-old boy? Yeah, but I thought I had three for a second because you guys both had three. And I was like, <laughs> do like, I have three? Do I have three? <laughs> I couldn't remember. That's, that was the pause. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were like, how many kids do I have? It's all such a blur. It is. It's a total blur. Oh, how's everybody doing? I'm fine. I'm actually good. How are, are you? you? I don't know. I was like driving to do this tonight and I was walking out the door. I was like, and I left, you know, as early as I could to get out of there. And then like my older son at the door was like, bye mom. I love you. And I was like, I can't say anything. I'm leaving. Like, I mean, he never does that at the door. Bye mom. I love you. But he's like, you're going to go talk about me on a podcast. I'm so now I feel like I can't. (laughs) (laughs) He's like so angelic and sweet. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. My kids are just so good that I think, oh man, I can't even finish. I can't even finish it. It's not true. They're not always so good. They're always so good. <laughs> I'm so tired. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was Your like, kids are so good and what else? No. No, but there are those moments I feel like where it's like they have these moments of oh, bliss God. where they're just like, Hi, I love you. Yeah. <gasps> yes. There you are. No, I've had a very good week with my six year old. Oh, I think it's because my parents are visiting, so I have had a little help. Oh, so I good. have been less fried mm-hmm. with him. And I think I've been more patient because I've had a little bit of a relief and he and I have been really good this week. I th- plead the fifth on this two year old. When my mom comes, it actually makes my kids, it's going to mm-hmm. sound terrible. It's not because she's a terrible person, but it makes them thankful for me. Really? Yeah. So because my mom is, she's like a teacher. So she goes into teacher mode and she's very Mm -hmm. like disciplinarian and like, this is the order. This is how it has to go. And so it shows them like, oh, maybe mom's a little nicer than we thought she was for some like your, they your mom makes me. them brush their hair. Yes, that was the la- I talked about on the show. So they got like they were like she doesn't understand us. She makes us brush her hair. Like oh. she's very. I make them brush their hair. They have to go to sleep. They brush their teeth. Like there are rules here, but for some reason they don't think there are until my mom comes <laughs> and shows them how the rules aren't good enough. I guess I don't know, but so it, they definitely appreciate me more. That's when my awesome. Mom's here I don't under. I don't. Uh, 
I'm bad about hair brushing because I have curly hair and you don't brush curly hair. Right. So I do. And my older son has very straight hair and I do not remember to brush it because it's just not been a part of my life ever. That's so funny. And so my husband's always like combing the hair. I'm like, oh, is this what you guys need to do? I don't do this. Is this how your people do Yeah. Is this how the other side lives? And my my younger son has curly hair like me. And we're just like, what are you guys doing? So yeah, there's no hair brushing. And he, I mean, it's, and when he brushes it, it's beautiful. Yes. But I do not think to do it. So I'm with your twin daughters. Yeah. <laughs> they, they make us brush their hair. <laughs> they want their hair to just be like these wild, like they yeah. don't ever oh, want to brush their hair. It's a learning process hair, I think. I mean, yeah. I'm still understanding the whole situation. Really? I'm not used yeah. to having like little, like long hair. Like, so I had Wesley first. And so he had short hair forever. So little boys with short hair, you brush it, but it's not even, it's just kind of like, you can even put your hands through it. And it's like yeah. his hair is like, it's done. I mostly just do it when it's wet. So yeah, it doesn't you, dry weird. And then it's fine. Yeah. Uh, with the girls though, like the way they sleep and <laughs> it's, they have really long hair right now. I mean, it's like down to the middle of their backs. Wow. Whoa. It's crazy. And, um, it gets so knotted <laughs> that like they wake up and it's just sticking straight out and it just, it's nuts. But I figured it out. You have to get detangler mm-hmm. oh. and then the wet brush. Mm-hmm. There's oh. a thing called a wet brush. And do they, they have straight hair though. They have like the finest, yeah. straightest. Okay. Hair. It actually is like your color. It's like this, like strawberry. It was blonde. red. Redder. Yeah. Oh, you, it's a little redder than yours. Your hair is kind of red. You no, know, my husband said that to me tonight, and he was like, "You have reddish hair," and I was like, "I do." Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what I look like. It's, yeah, I, don't, I, never, I try not to look in the mirror, but I don't remember you oh, as a redhead. But tonight in this light, it's red. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the light. Some people have so many mirrors in their house. I have no, no mirrors. It's in like my constant <laughs> shiva in my house. No mirrors. Cover the mirrors. Cover the mirrors, please. Oh God, cover the mirrors. Oh well, let me. Um, it's funny you you said something about like how the other how the other half lives or how the straight haired people. Yes. Yes. Mm. Which, which actually leads to my story. Cause that's, um, something I said, uh, during this experience. So I am part of this babysitting co-op. Uh, I haven't been using it very much. And as people who listen to the show know, I live in Koreatown. It's very urban. There are very frequently just drugged out people who will Mm. wander into my driveway and yell at themselves and take their clothes off and then, you know, just sort of like weave off. Um, That's like me in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Stop taking that meth in the morning. Get ready for school. (laughs) I got to take my shoes off. Um, So yeah, it's very urban where we live. um, And initially we, we, moved there because we thought it's gonna be it'll remind us of Brooklyn where we came from but now I'm like oh get me out of here Uh, I wish I lived somewhere where we just had a fucking gate (laughs) no one could come up our driveway and you know (sighs) anyway so we live just on the edge of a really nice neighborhood just like two three blocks over it's like beautiful houses with beautiful yards and rich people. <laughs> so this neighborhood co-op, I'm realizing it's we're the outlier. Hmm. It's a lot of people who live on the other part of the neighborhood where it's nice. So 
every time so far I've gone to other people's houses, the way it works is you go to their house, you watch their kids or, you know, they, they bring their kids over. There's like a whole point system. It's very complicated. Like weight watchers for babysitting. Mm -hmm. It's weight watchers for babysitting. Mm -hmm. Um, which stressed me out. (laughs) It actually did stress me out a little bit. It's getting better. Now that I'm trying to figure it out. Is it like a timeshare that like you have to pay whether you go or not? A little bit. You're not paying actual money. What are you paying? Points? It's like two points. Yeah, it's like two points a month or something. So if so, you never what, uh, use it or you never do anything, you will find yourself in the red. See, I don't ever do it because I never did it because if you have more than one kid, it just doesn't seem like it's yeah, worth it. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm finding. Yeah, because you so have so many more points just for one time. Exactly. I have to kid. work so I don't hard. Understand this at to, all. I don't. So I'm like in it, and I don't really has get like it. Points and the hours that you're. There's no money them. being exchanged. No, correct. She said it's like if you watch. Let's say you watch. I, I'm going to open up my house for babysitting. Bring your kids over. And let's say there's six kids that come over. No. You get points in a bank for watching all those kids. Yeah. So then when you want to go out. You have points, so then it's like, I'm going to go out, and some here's my points towards the thing, and someone else will watch your kids, and it's free. So oh, you earn God. points by watching other people's kids and then hope that they'll watch yours. But what, what, are, but what if they? they're like a brand new parent yeah, with like one kid who's two, and then you're like, here's my three But how kids. far away do you have to drop your kids? Well, it's all in the neighborhood, so it's all really close. You they have can come here? to my house, too, if they no, want. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. I think um, somehow she just has prior knowledge. I know knowledge. about it. I know about it because other people have done it. And each time I'm like, this is, I can't, I can't. I'll, yeah. No. Oh, it's I slowly creeping this. up on me that this might be insane. Well, I always freak out because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sending my three kids to someone's house with a parent who just has like a three-year-old. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah. that's, that's mean. Yeah. That's like, to me, it's mean to them because like, they're just like, oh no. Like they don't know how to do that yet. They haven't built the, the kid tolerance. Yeah. And then, like, what if, what if, or there's a, yeah, just, The one time we took our two, we took two of our boys, the the middle and the youngest, the six and the three-year-old, we took them to someone else's house, but they also had two little boys around their age, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm, like, very good friends with this guy's sister, uh, the the dad's sister, so uh, I think there was, like, a understanding anyway it was just like a whirling vortex of chaos and but they like got it but yes so that leads me to this a little bit so um the other thing too is that these people all seem really rich and i'm like why are we doing this free babysitting co-op you guys seem like millionaires i don't get why you don't just pay for a sitter but anyway recently so i'm trying to get points because it is hard with three kids and my husband and i don't have a ton of time to like give to babies babysit for free for people um but this was really good they were like come over at seven the kid goes to bed at 7 30 and then you'll just be here till 10 30 sitting on our couch and i was like all right are you both are gonna go there no no just me Oh. Ari was home <laughs> putting the boys to bed. Oh my God. I would love to go put somebody's one child to yeah. bed for a half hour. Yeah. And then not have to do dishes. Yeah. Okay. This All right. Now I'm starting to see the appeal. Yeah. So it's a dream. So I was like, oh, I'll do it. I'll get points for us. But really I was like, you're going to be home putting the boys to bed. Three insane, rambunctious, you know, team chaos. You're going to have to load the dishwasher. I won't be home until like 1045. So I go over. They have this beautiful house. It's like two blocks, three blocks from my house, but it is this beautiful house, which they own. 
I walk in. They have one little girl. She's two and a half. She's watching a movie. She's quiet. No one's screaming. No one's crying. You make a martini. (laughs) I live here now. (laughs) This is how a Lifetime movie begins. It really is. It really is. It really is. Opening scene. This is just the cold open before the You're credits. Right. In the in the movie though it would be like autumn and I would yeah. Yeah. It, Who's Hello, play- Rebecca. Who is playing you? Oh my god. Who's playing me? Candace Cameron. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that makes sense. She is so much like me in so many ways. So yeah, so the kid is quiet. She's sitting on the couch. She's watching a Disney movie. Everything's adorable there's a husband and a wife i don't remember i don't know what they do but enough to afford this like million dollar home they're going out for the night and uh and so and so whatever we talk about what's going on and then they leave so i just sit on the couch with this little girl she drinks milk in a sippy cup Mm. we watch beauty and the beast for half an hour it was so great she was so sweet. I would like, we'd watch the movie. Something funny would happen. We'd be like, <laughs> and then we'd go back to the movie. She wouldn't talk for an hour like my <laughs> kids. She wouldn't like jump on my head or like, demand anything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and if, even if she did, she'd be like, can I have some milk? Like that would be it. Yeah. But my kids would be like, mom, I need milk. Um, she my was just kids like, won't even drink milk. All right. Go on. <laughs> she would, she was such an angel. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm sitting on this really comfortable, nice couch and she was such a sweet girl. She just wanted her pacifier. She wanted more milk. Then we went upstairs. I was like, Hey, um, we're going to have to turn off the, the movie in a few minutes. She's like, okay. And I was like, okay, it's time to turn off the movie. And she's like, okay. I was like, let's go upstairs. And she's like, mm-hmm. Didn't like if it was my kids, they would have been like, oh, like oh, you always do. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> you're not fun. You're so mean. Uh, like it would have been like a whole fucking drama. So she's like, yeah, let's go upstairs. We go upstairs. We like read a book. I like put a diaper on her. We brush teeth. She doesn't fuss about any of it. She brushes her teeth. At some point, she's like, your turn. I brush her teeth a little bit. I never had to wrestle her down to do anything. Um, she never cried about anything. She never yelled about anything. I want to know her side of the story. But I think it's because you're not her mom. That's right. So she's probably like, my mom would have been like, you little baby. Yeah. yeah. You guys, when other people watch my kids, they'll like lock the door. Oh, I know. They'll like, like throw the all the stuffed animals into the bathtub. Yeah. Like <laughs> they build a tent. Yeah, they'll go in the backyard. She had a babysitter build a tent in the backyard, like a giant family tent, and left it. (laughs) Why did she do that? (laughs) Who knows? We don't know. Great question. We'll never know know, because it was in a box. They hadn't even opened it themselves. Anyways, (laughs) Betsy has bad luck with (sighs) Sarah. So, yes, we go upstairs. We read books. (laughs) The only sticking point was that I tried to get away with two books, and she wanted three. And so I read a third and also she's a smart kid. So I would try to skip pages and she would be like, you missed a page. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's like, I have this memorized. Yeah. But other than that. And then I was like, okay, time to, time to get into bed. And she was like, okay. I put her into bed. She's so like compliant and 
sweet. She's like a little fucking angel. Gets into bed. She's like awake for 10 minutes talking to herself. Doesn't cry or scream or jump or try to get out of her crib or chant or and then she just falls asleep and then I just um and then I just went downstairs and I what did you do I just sat on their couch and listened to their dog snore and everything was like silent Mm. oh and they had a gas fireplace Mm. they were like oh if it gets too warm just turn it off I was like I will not um (laughs) and so I like sat in this beautiful house and just like fucked around on my phone and I know that comparison you know when it comes to being a parent especially you don't want to compare yourself to other parents you don't want to compare your kids to other kids but it is sometimes hard in those moments you're like what is my life because then I go back to my house and it's like it's like hoarders (laughs) I'm constantly like I can't get ahead I have piles everywhere on every surface and stuff that's been there for like months sometimes years and I'm just like oh my gosh like it's easy to sometimes be like oh people don't really live like that like that's just magazines and movies but then you go to someone's house and like their little girl's room was so like it was beautiful it was like a pottery barn catalog you know they'll have twins (laughs) (laughs) I felt like very inadequate inadequate yeah, I fe- it made me feel very like less than and like, oh man, you are really fucking up. Like, so my grandmother used to say, "The cleaner the house, the less attention you're paying to your children." Oh, I am paying so much attention to my. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I feel like somehow I'm not paying attention to my kids, and my house is filthy. <laughs> my grandmother <laughs> said that with a more one twenty cigarette dangling out of her mouth. <laughs> And a gin martini in her hand. Oh, yeah. God bless. And that's how she was. I love that's her. what she was like. I love her. <laughs> I love yeah. her. Oh, the best. man. Ever, know, my kids, when I had Wes, he was that kid. Yeah. This What you're describing is what my house looked like when I had really? just Wes. What? Really? Just one. Just the one. And he had a beautiful pottery barn bedroom oh. with his pottery barn crib that turns yes. into a bed. And he everything matched and mm. everything was great. And I took time and I everything mattered and I could make the house beautiful and everything was good. It was it was hard because it's it is hard when you have a kid mm-hmm. and your life changes so much but it was cleaner and proper and people followed directions yes. and people would babysit and it was mm-hmm. like here's my son you can watch a movie with him and he'll talk to you about plot points and then the major themes in the program and then it'll be time to go to bed and he'll be like great this is wonderful would you like me to read you a story or would you like to read to me? And then he would fall asleep and everybody was like, wow, he's just an angel. Yes. And then we had twins. That's right. I'm like, oh, they're yes. going to have twins. Because eventually reality hits at some point. Sometimes maybe not for all, but in one way yeah, or another. Something, nothing's, no one's life is perfect. No. I mean, I, I do. I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Yes. I would have felt completely inadequate leaving there Ugh. and questioned everything about my yes. life. Yeah. I was like, but what that, decisions have led me to the shit show that I right. currently inhabit? But I yeah. also would have created a narrative in my head about what was wrong there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would have created it and I would have made a decision and then I would have stuck with it. And then oh. that's what would have gotten me through because yep. no one is perfect. Nope. I don't know. I just feel like yeah. everybody has their shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They Everyone probably has have a murder shit. den someplace or there's like some weird shit mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, at some point I was like, I should, I should do something. Cause I'm just sitting here and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll um, tidy up. 
there was like nothing to tidy up. I was like, oh, maybe I'll unload their dishwasher or something. And then I realized, I was like, these people are so rich. <laughs> like they probably hire someone to do this or like, it's fine. I was like, let me, let me just pretend I live here for a few hours and yeah. um, just you put on, on their the clothes and you, I put on their clothes. Laid in their bed. I laid in their bed. <laughs> this is the Lifetime movie starring Candace Cameron. It's getting there. It's getting there. I crawled into the little girl's crib and I was like, you got me mommy. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is how it starts. This is good. Mommy's this is good. Here. Mommy locked all the doors. <laughs> yeah. Mommy got rid of your parents breaks. I mean, I don't know who the strangers are now. Um, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. It's like with Instagram and stuff, you're like, oh, there's a pile of trash out yeah. out of, you know, that camera lenses uh, purview or whatever. But then to like actually be in that house, it's like, oh. Yeah, but it's you like got Instagram something special. You got something special in your house that no one else can have. I know. I know. Which is what? Um, oh, God. Well, She's it's really reaching. It's some it's some kids um, that love you dearly. Sure, oh, I thought it was like funny. you had like a foam ball pit or something like that. Like you yeah. got something nobody's got. Like you got a tent that nobody can take down in the back. <laughs> I, I I'm sorry, I misunderstood what you meant. I thought you meant that like your house had like a I love it. like a, 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 a daycare next door, <laughs> a floor made house. of trampolines, and I was like, wow, that's great. Yeah, I'm like, no, she's got like a family. Um, uh, that oh my her. god, and yeah, uh, but the daycare moved away. By the way. Did I tell you there's a new family there and when they moved in we were like we're gonna be so good neighbors because when we moved in Mm -hmm. the old neighbors didn't even come to say hi they didn't bring us anything and I was like when we have new neighbors I'm gonna bring them something and be friendly and do all the things right that our old neighbors did wrong and um I went over and I brought her homemade cookies and she did yeah when did you have time to make that I made time Yeah. Wow. That woman that in the nice house don't make no cookies. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. She probably makes her own kombucha or something. Um, <laughs> kombucha. Anyway, I brought her cookies. She was like, oh, thank you. And that was kind of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just feel like when I was in my 20s in New York, my friend from high school, I had this like really good friend that was wild in high school. And he got married really young, like maybe early 20s mid 20s and i remember going back home to his bridal shower no what's it called i don't know wedding shower party i don't know it was like a engagement party or something i remember going to it in my like early mid 20s and looking at my high school best friend and being like my life is so far from this it will never be this Mm -hmm. my like I, i i don't even know who I'm dating right now, but it's one of 17 people. And like, I was like, you know, just looking at this world that he was entering. And I was like, I will never, I just felt so like inadequate in that moment. And when I came back and I was talking to my friend about that, my friend who's gay. And he said to me, I feel that way a lot when I'm at like straight people things. And then I think, well, my dick don't swing that way. And I was like, what a great way to look at it. (laughs) And he was like, and I don't think that you're, your dick swings that way. <laughs> like in saying right. that like you're not a person that's going to get married at 24. You're just not. You you're not I mean? going to stay in your hometown. Okay. I'm not. And yeah, I'm just not. Yeah. And so it was like, when you look at that house, it's sort of like, okay, this is really nice, but like, this isn't who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. How creative are they? Don't tell no me they're I- creative. I have no idea. Um, 
They were lovely people. I oh mean, oh god, there's nothing. I know, I know. But in the movie, there's a crack. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the move, in the movie, <laughs> the husband gives me an an like a knowing look, like let's. Fuck oh, later, I think right? you're. Oh. No, I think that in it's all. No, I think you, the nanny from the. I don't know what it's called. Nanny right. sharing business uh-huh. is is comes after the husband. Great. That's what I yeah. think would happen. Yeah. I have written two made and and then what you don't realize two is, made for TV movies and yeah. sold them. So I know like a what? Yeah, I have. She goes for the husband, but then the wife goes for her. No, no, no. What would happen in this situation? Based on my limited experience, I have a bit experience in the made for TV space. Okay, great, great, great. Okay, I've worked in it, and I can tell you this. And I feel like our audience would be into this lifetime. Okay, well, I've worked situation. for Hallmark. I've written two Hallmark movies, which are like romantic ones. But yeah. I also because Did you I write the Christmas one about Santa. That, that's everyone. That one. <laughs> no, the one. <laughs> no, I loved it. it. I loved it. No, neither were the about one that. where the woman came home from the big city and she's yeah. our old boyfriend, <laughs> and, and then she decided to stay. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a version of that <laughs> with a male coming back from the army uh-huh. and deciding to take over his grandmother, played by Marion Ross's. Uh, uh, Bed and Breakfast. That one was called Sweet Surrender. I love it. And he falls in love with a local cop. Sweet Sweet Surrender. And then I wrote another one called Cloudier, The Chance of Love, which was a weatherman meteorologist love story. Perfect. And that was their Valentine's special. Not last year. (gasps) Did they make it? No, they've made two. Yeah, I've written. Was it based on Sam Champion? No, no. I've written and had two made-for-TV movies produced. We can see these. Yes, you could find them. I mean, oh they're not God. on air now, but they're on air a couple of years ago, both of them. Yeah. So I'm telling you. Cloudy with a chance of, of love and sweet surrender. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it. I need and to see it. sweet surrender these. as well. Yes. Amazing. Marco, this is just so a part happy. of a part of my I've, career. We've known my, we've all known each other for like 20 years. Well, I don't put it out there as like my number one credit, but it's it's a fun credit to have. It's so a fun. super fun credit. Are you kidding me? So, I would introduce myself as I know. Me too. Why did you I'm Margo Lightman? <laughs> Uh, author of Cloudy it's with a Chance author. of Love. Is it author if it's a screenplay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why you did we say it. best? Why did we say best-selling best author? We should have said now. I've moved uh, into the book We should have said author of two Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> but Hallmark does the love. <laughs> Lifetime does the murder, and that's right, what I would right, love right, to right, really right. do. But I've pitched a bunch of those, and I haven't sold any. But. I will say this. Now I know we got the, one, though. We got one for you. No, but I know I know a bit about this space. I'm telling you, I'm a professional, great, guys. Great, great. And I'm telling you that the way this would work is that you, the Betsy character, slash, who did we say? Cameron. Cameron Diaz. No, Cameron Crow. <laughs> Michael. Crow. Oh, Cameron What's her name? <laughs> Candace Cameron. Okay. Candace Cameron. She is going after the husband. She's the evil one. Now, let's be honest. She won't star in this. Because um, it goes against her values. Okay, in well real then let's life. find another star. <laughs> but you know, but yeah, yeah. But the lead woman, the babysitter, is going to be evil and yeah, the yeah, villain, yeah. and she'll go after the husband. The husband's not going after her okay. in lifetime. So it would be called something like the sitter calls or something like that, and it would be like when the or the when or calls. when the sitter calls dot 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 or something like that. But at the end, there would be a murder scene where the mother of the daughter would kill you, the babysitter. Oh, totally. Yes, one hundred percent for trying to take over the life and come after the husband. Oh, yeah. and take I mean, over you've seen the hand that rocks the cradle. Oh, it's so good. So good. Doesn't she like nurse the baby? Can it's I be so honest? I saw it five times in the theater when I was a young woman. Holy shit. Five times. That's Julianne Moore, man. Oh, That's, that was such she's a, not in she's that. She's not in totally that. in it. Who is she? Is she the wife? She's a friend. Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> she's a totally forgettable character. She's a forgettable character, but it's like a not a her breakout role. It's just a, a role. Friend. Right. Rebecca DeMornier. Yes. I mean, yes. 
And the other one, Annabeth Gish, is that who's in it? Annabeth Scure. Oh yeah, Scure. I've never seen it. Scure. You should see it. It's Five fun. times in the theater. <laughs> Five times. <laughs> the young woman. Also, if you look it up and you know how old I am, I was very young. Yeah, you I, yeah. Well, you're like, I'm like, I'm like thinking, I'm like, I like we were children. Theater. That's not. That's like in an investment. No, but I'm the movie. youngest, so they were just like, it's fine. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just go like to the fourth movie. grade. You're like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I kept going. It was great. But Julianne Moore, I swear, is in it as I, I believe friend. you. The friend. <laughs> um, one last thing about that story I'll say. Uh, since my husband uh, lost his job, like the day, like the hour he came home from losing his job, I like canceled the house cleaners forever. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, I, we're just not doing that. And we have not. I... I'll say I, no one, no one has cleaned the bathrooms since before Christmas. Yeah. I just don't know how to find the time or the bandwidth. Uh, I'm already so behind. Uh, I have so many piles of things everywhere and it just gets worse and worse. Oh, dude, I just feel so fucked. You should just do babysitting now. I think that might be. I know. Just go to but other people's money. houses. But for money, don't but you do seem it for to points. like it. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, you get paid quite a lot of money, cash money, especially in the rich mm. places. You could be like, gotta go babies. <laughs> Why yeah. don't you go babysit oh, one got, baby? All I the gotta time. go babysit one baby all the time. You would so be like sorry. amazing at it, and then you just like, Make sorry, this is cash. tough. Yeah, you just watch the baby, put the baby to sleep, and then come home. <laughs> After your babies are asleep. Exactly. It sounds glorious to it's me. It's actually really smart. It sounds like a great. It's like going back in time, being like, I'm just going to go to where it's easier. You know. When Except back then it felt hard, right? But get paid for it. Yeah. When the sitter calls. Well, my. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that but what the episode is? Why is she calling? Wait, that's a terrible when the title. Sitter calls. But well, why would the sitter call? You. She's coming to your house. She's calling on when you. When you call the sitter, it should be called, but that doesn't sound as but good as when the sitter but calls. But she has no boundaries, so she's calling you. She's calling you. Okay, when the sitter calls. I, I guess. It's time for you to go out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, the babysitter calls them. She's like, "You guys gotta go, go on a date now. Get out! out. <laughs> Get out! I'm coming over." Yes, yes, yes. I'm coming over. I'm the sitter calls. <laughs> you guys, I have found a true love. It's Poshmark. Poshmark is an app that you can download for free, and it carries women's, men's, kids' clothes all kinds of accessories and shoes and uh, some of them are new some of them are gently used but there are tons of top brands to choose from you can shop from millions of closets across America it is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items I have personally been buying a ton of stuff you guys uh, might know my husband is unemployed right now but I need clothes. I have no shirts except for shirts that are ill-fitting or have holes in them. So I went on to Poshmark and I searched for my favorite brands. In my case, I searched for a lot of Ann Taylor Loft and I found tons of stuff that uh, look great on me that are in my size, which is sometimes a little hard to find. Most of the things I bought were, th- were new with tags and I saved so much money. Like I bought like a $50 loft shirt for like 
eight bucks. It was amazing. Like all last week, I just wore all of my Poshmark things. I'm such a fan. Uh, you should check it out. Shipping is easy for both the seller and the buyer. The shipping is like super fast. It's crazy. And I've been selling stuff on Poshmark too. It's so easy for the seller and the buyer. If you see something that you like, you can just make the seller an offer. Even if it's not the price that you wanted, you can say, well, here's how much I do want it for. Then they can take it or leave it. It's awesome. So I'm UCBT underscore Betsy on Poshmark. You should come uh, find me. Look at my closet. I got some kid stuff in there. I got some lady stuff in there. You know, listeners of Why Mommy Drinks get $5 off their first purchase. So you should just enter the invite code why mommy drinks all one word all caps when you sign up that's the invite code why mommy drinks and you get five dollars off your first purchase i used it it worked it was awesome i bought a shirt it didn't have any holes in it poshmark betsy and i are always talking about how important therapy is and how influential therapy has been during times of stress I credit um, my ability to get through those first couple months with Wesley and my first couple months with the girls um, from having weekly standing phone sessions with my therapist. Um, There is a new website called betterhelp.com, and BetterHelp is just that. It is a space where you go online, you fill out a little questionnaire. After you do, they, they make an assessment, and they match you with a licensed professional that can help you in a variety of ways. There's therapists that deal with anxiety, depression, um, marital issues, stress, relationships, sleeping, um, grief, basically anything that you can think of. BetterHelp tries to find you and match you up with someone who is an expert in that area. But it's all online. So it's an online counseling service so that you can meet with somebody in a safe and private online environment, which is so convenient, especially for new moms or or any mom, really. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. Why Mommy Drinks listeners get 10% off their first month with the discount code DRINKS. So go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. Fill out a little questionnaire and help them assess your needs and you'll get matched with the counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash drinks. Lola is our sponsor this week. Yay! I love Lola. Yay! Amanda has trouble talking about vagina-related issues, so maybe I'll take the lead here. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleaning wipes. Um, The founders started their company with a, uh, a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. But you know what I love uh, is that they, for every uh, purchase, what is it they call it? A do good for you, do good with your purchase. Mm-hmm. So for every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the United States. That is so cool. It is. This company was founded by women, and it's for women. They offer pads, liners, and uh, BPA-free plastic applicators um, or environmentally non-applicator tampons. They also have cleansing wipes that are are safe to use anywhere on your body, Um, and uh, they're biodegradable. They're natural. You can use them for a midday refresh. Oh. Oh, look at that. And they're perfect. They're they're individually packaged. You just keep them in your purse, and you're like, hmm. I wish I was fresh down there. Uh, and and it's, you know, for the on the go. 
Everything is organic cotton. There's no added chemicals, fragrances, uh, synthetics, or dyes. You know, I, I don't think the FDA requires people to say what's in their feminine hygiene products. Um, but Lola is like, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't we be the same about our feminine care products? I, and I think that's, uh, yeah, it's 100% natural. You can feel good about it. And you, you just a, get it? It's a subscription service? That's right. It's a subscription so it service. It just to your, your house. And how do they know what you I mean, you, you know you're going to need it every month. Yeah. And so what do you do? You customize your subscription by figuring out what kind you what kind of product you want. The that's absorbency, right. the quantity, the frequency. And you go through and you figure all that out. And then they make sure you get it when you need it. That's right. They tailor make it. Uh, just for you, and then they send it to you every month because you're going to need it every month anyway. Um, and I am a big fan of Lola. I really do. I, I feel so proud that they're our sponsor. So for 40% off, you guys. 40% off is a lot. That's a lot. For 40% off all subscriptions, go to mylola.com and enter WMD when you subscribe. So again, that's 40% off all your subscriptions. Holy cow, it's almost half. Uh, go to mylola.com and enter WMD when you subscribe. Oh. <laughs> Amanda, what broke you this week? Oh, um, well, what did break me? Oh, so this week we celebrated Benny's fifth anniversary of her heart day. Mm. So five years ago, she uh, survived open heart surgery. Wow. And every year we celebrate her heart day. <sighs> and so uh, we get together and whatever she wants, we do because it saved her life. And uh, uh, this this week we actually forgot the day and it was the next, that night I came home <laughs> and I was like, oh no, it's heart day. And I totally didn't realize it was the fifth. Um, and so I was like, today is your heart day, but we didn't celebrate it because I didn't realize it was today so tomorrow we will celebrate your heart day and she was like I'm down uh so <laughs> she woke up and uh was like it's my heart day and heart day is like a national holiday for her like it's like she wears things that have hearts on it she walks around and tells everyone today is my heart day this How is cute. my thing this is my like this is it it's like better than her birthday <sighs> which makes sense because she has to yeah. share her birthday yeah so this yeah. is like her thing We've and, got to do that. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, heart days are great. It's great because you really, I mean, it's such a tough thing to go through. And then to be like, I mean, truly without that day, she wouldn't be here. So yeah. let's celebrate it because mm -hmm. um, it was hard. Uh, so she woke up. She figured out which heart outfit she was going to wear. And she was like, tonight we're going to get heart pizza because there's a place over here that makes heart pizza, heart shaped pizza. So she was like, we're getting heart pizza. <laughs> and she was like, I can't wait to see all the toys I get. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. wait. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't your birthday where you get presents. This isn't Christmas where you get presents. This is heart day. So we do what you want. You can eat what you want. Like we celebrate you, but there's no, there's no presents. And she was like, oh, all right, fine. So she goes to school. Um, while we're at school, while she's at school, I get a call from... The nurse's office. So Caton has just started uh, working from home. Mm -hmm. And all the kids are obsessed with the idea of him working from home. Oh. So they're like, you're home. Are you sick? And he's like, no, I'm not sick. And they're like, okay, but you're home. And he's like, yeah, I work from home now. I'm just working from home. I don't go to work in an office anymore. I work here. But um, 
the kids are not used to it. And so they they can't figure it out. And then we have a sitter who picks them up from school. So he's not doing that part because he still has to work like the 40 hours. Like he still has to do the work. But so on heart day, I get a call from the, from the school. And it was interesting because as soon as I got a, uh, picked up the phone, my immediate response was, well, I'm, he's working from home. Why the fuck aren't they calling him? Like I immediately mm-hmm. treat it like he's not working from, or like, I'm like, well, he's home. Like he should be picking them up. Right. He's now the, he's now home. He can do all this. Uh, so I was like, why didn't they call him? Uh, oh, so they were like, your daughter is uh, here. And I was like, which one? And they're like, Emmeline, she has a headache. And I was like, what? First off, why does a nurse call for a headache? I get headaches every fucking day. I don't get to go home. Mm-hmm. But apparently when you're five and you get a headache, you get to go home. So the nurse is like, Emmeline has a headache. And I was like, okay. I know this is the moment of like, I hate this moment. When, when I had Wes and he was my only child, if someone called and said Wes sneezed weird mm-hmm. or said something weird, I'd be like, I'm on my way. Oh no. Yeah. Um, now I get a call from the nurse and she's like, hi, your daughter has a headache. And I immediately go into this like guilt trip of like, motherfucker, like I gotta work. Is she really sick? Is this really worth Mm -hmm. my fucking time? Me too. I have to then negotiate with the nurse. And I'm like, so tell me, does she have a fever? And then the nurse's judgment kicks in and she's like, no, but you hear her kind of going back and being like, Oh, you're one of these parents. Mm-hmm. You don't want to pick your kid up. Mm-hmm. Like, she, you know, like your kid's here. She's sick and you don't want to pick her up. And I'm like, that's fucking true. I don't. If she's yeah. not sick, I don't want to pick her up. But so we're having it's this hard. like I always negotiation over the phone, but we're not mm-hmm. actually seeing any of this. Instead, it's like, does she have a headache? No. You mean a fever? Does she, uh, a yeah. fever? <laughs> yeah. No. Does she seem sick? No. Okay. Okay. So she says she has. Yes, exactly. She says she has a headache. Actually, she says her dad is sick and that she probably has what he has. So she should go home. (laughs) I was like, what? Uh I was like, wait, what did she say? She goes, she says her, her dad is sick and that she thinks she has what her dad has and she should go home. And I just sat back and I was like, Mm-mm. So this little girl has figured out, all right, my dad's home now and I can go home and be with him yeah. and I don't have to be at school. And I don't have to be with my other sister or and, my brother. And it's her mm-hmm. heart day. It's my sister's heart day. Mm-hmm. And I don't like this because she's getting attention and I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I was like, she's fine. She can go back to class. Um, which made me feel bad because uh, she probably does need a little extra attention. But... Then it made me feel proud because I was like, this is totally something I would have done as a kid. And I, <laughs> <laughs> like, huh. like, I was like, this is my kid. Like she is totally doing exactly what I would have done. Like I would have, like she is figuring things out and she's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go home. And how can I get away with things? Anyways, the point of the matter was, is that Emmeline tried to uh, get out of being there all day uh, to be with Caton because he's home now. So she's decided that um, now that Caton's home, she's going to do what she can to, to be there. Oh, my God. And I'm proud of her for it and sad at the same time. Like, it's like a weird <laughs> thing where I'm like, oh, I'm watching my kid do what I used to do, which is like fake it to go yeah, home. Totally. And and then I'm like the person in the middle being like, no, she can't. She has to go back. <sighs> when, when I was in high school, uh, first period, 
I started to break out into hives. Whoa. And I think I was under eight. Like I lived walking distance. Like I could walk home really close. It was like literally a five minute this walk happened to my one house. time. Yeah. But I okay. break out into hives, but I was not of age. I think if you were 18 and over, but in high school, you could walk home. You could go, you could dismiss yourself, but I yeah. wasn't 18 yet. That makes and sense. so they called my mom and they're like, your daughter's having a really severe reaction right now. You need to come and get her or have someone come and get her. She needs to go. And my mom, same thing, working. And she was like a teacher very far away, yeah. like 40 minutes away, which in New Jersey was far. And she was like, I can't come. She's fine. Send her back to class. And they're like, so you're not going to sign her out. We really think this is. And she was like, no, I'm not. So I go to third period, which is music. And now I'm like, really, it's really bad. And my teacher was this like wild former hippie who would wear like, I don't know, like, fr- like fringe, like he was in a, in the musical hair at yes. all times. Like he was wearing like fringe vest and af- naked. And he was like, you should not uh, be in school. You need to get like, you need to get an EpiPen. You need to get like Benadryl. Oh. You are like, he was like, this is really bad. And I was like, well, my mom says no. And he was like, you meet me. He goes, get your book bag. Whoa. When the bell rings. Whoa. And you meet me on that side door. So <gasps> I go on the side door with my bag. Wait, after what period? Third. Okay. And I go to the side exit of the of the school and he pulled his pickup truck up and he drove me out of there and he took me to drug fair, the local drugstore. He bought me Benadryl Heroin. and oh. like, can you buy an EpiPen over the counter? No. Right. So he bought me whatever I needed to do to like stop it from getting worse at like subsided enough. And then he took me home and then he went back to work. <laughs> This teacher, he was like, you cannot be here in your mom. He took you home. He took me home. Alone? Yeah, I went, I was so. So you had been under exactly what happened to Emmeline. I was like 15, (laughs) I was like 16 or 17. You you could have been at least under medical supervision. Now you were alone. What medical supervision with who? The nurse. The nurse sent me back to class. My mom said no. Yeah, they're not going to pay attention to that. When the nurse sent Emmeline back to class. I said no. The nurse said go back yeah. to class. Yeah. There was when no I was a kid, supervision. I like lived in the nurse's office. Yeah, but I was like, I was like 16, 17. I can be home alone. Yeah. That's no yeah, big okay. deal. So he got, he got me. But what the nurse couldn't do was give me Benadryl. Right. They can't give you meds. They couldn't give me medicine. And so he bought me medicine. He took me home. He went back to work. He he was like, like, what, what is it? Like, this is the dawning of the age. And like yeah. sped up. And so, yeah, he took off all his clothes. Like he ran around smuggled. the piece. Yeah. And so, and then I was home and then my mom got home and then she was like, oh, you're like, for real, something's going on. And I had something called Fifth's disease. Oh, yeah. The little <laughs> kids get it. What slap is, what's Fifth's disease? Fifth's disease. Oh, that slap, slap cheeks. cheeks. It wasn't yeah. just that. It was all over my body. No, yeah. It's, it's terrible. not a then joke. Then you get the rash after your whole yeah. body. No, yeah. I was so really, really it sick. It wasn't an allergic reaction. It no, was I thought else. I had hives, but I had like a pretty bad, pretty serious illness at yeah. the time. Oh, no. And my mom was like, you know what? My mom was like, second kid. Sorry, I'm working and like yeah. she didn't feel that bad. And like now as a mother, I'm like, I get it. Yeah, I exactly. totally get it. And at the time I was like, yeah, I don't want to say my teacher's name. God forbid he's still there. But like Mr. So-and-so, you know, he risked his job for me and you wouldn't. Eat. I was so mad. But now I'm like, she I don't know that she could have left, right. you know, and right. I, I got I got what I needed and I'm okay and it's okay. You know? Yep. Yeah. That's really how Emmeline was. Little Emmeline was like, I need out. Benny's taking all of the attention. <laughs> she didn't say that, did she? No, but okay. it ended up happening when we came. So Benny, uh, Emmeline was fine. She ended up being fine. Of they course. made brownies, heart shaped brownies with the sitter. Oh. They got the heart shaped uh, pizza. And I was looking at Emmeline. I'm like, there's no headache. There's no sickness, nothing. But then when Benny started talking about, she was like, well, my teacher, 
I stood up in front of the entire class and she told them about my heart day. And we talked about my special day and it's my mm-hmm. thing. I was like, that's why she had a headache. Oh, but she yeah. was like, this is, this, this is All shitty. this attention yeah. is giving me a headache. Now, my mom is a twin and I, I've heard a lot of stories ah. like this. So it's, yeah, I know. I mean, I understand it. Yep. I get it that. too. It's just so interesting that you don't like, you only see it as like, it starts to come into focus and you're like, oh, wait. That's what this is. So she yeah. was like, I want to go home with my dad. I want to go home and be with my dad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be around heart day right now. And Benny was like shining in her glory. Right. And so that mm-hmm. makes yeah. sense. And then she was okay. Once there were brownies and a heart shaped pizza, she was like, I'm down. This is fine now. But up until then it was like, heart day sucks. I have a headache. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> Right, so, and I get it too because she doesn't have a special day. Nope, no special. She, day. she doesn't Those even have her own birthday. Exactly. Yeah. That's what my mom right. said to me because my uh, oldest son, I'm ten ten, and my oldest son's due date was ten fourteen, and he ended up being very late, so we were spread apart. But I was so worried he was going to come on my birthday and take it from me, and I was like <laughs> so nervous about it the whole time. And my they mother take was everything like, "Everything from us." <laughs> And my mom was like, how do you think I feel? I'm a twin. Yep. And I was like, valid. Good point. Oh, yeah. Good point. But she was like, let it go. You had your birthday up until your 30s. If he takes it, he takes it. But I was like, I was like, no. It's my special day. It's mom. And then he was oh, so man. late. And I was like, let, and I came, the doctor was like, you got to, you got to induce. And I was like, let him go. Spread it out. I want my day. There you go. Yes. I was born on the 21st and my son was, he was due on the 1st. He was born on the 15th. That's close. And uh, he di- he did kind of steal my birthday. Mm-mm. My birthday is such an afterthought now. Because <laughs> once we get through his thing, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, right, my birthday. What are we doing? I mean, a lot of it falls on my husband to plan, but... Oh. <laughs> my birthday is such an afterthought now. Wesley was born on my mom's birthday. And I remember I worked really hard to make it not happen. Because she's like, my birthday is a national holiday. Like, it's like, yeah. she's very, she loves, like, she's one of those people that loves their birthday, she right? Loves and now she's birthday. like, I have a headache. <laughs> well, she was like, he's going to be born on my birthday. Oh, she's and then happy. he's going to be, it, then I'm going to have this special thing. with. Like, she was like very yeah. into it. And I was like, you're going to take that from him. Like, I was so mad that she was going to take it from him. Uh, that I was like, no, he won't be born on your birthday. He's not doing your birthday. He won't be born on your birthday. And sure enough, he was born at like 12.06 a.m. <gasps> oh. Was he early or late? or? Well, he was three days late. Oh, okay. So three right around late. his studio. Yeah. yeah. I was like, ah. But I remember like I was in labor on the day before her birthday. And I was like, it's good. we got to make this happen today. This has to happen today. And then, they, then everything happened. It was like as soon as I realized it was like 11.50, I was like, it's over. <laughs> I love that in that moment you were aware of the time. I was like, oh, I was aware. so yeah. aware of the time. I was, I like, was that it way. It can't too. be. It can't be. This. Oh, it's happening. It's gonna be. Oh, my Ajax. children were born at three p.m. and six p.m. So it's like either oh. way, they're coming today. You know? Yeah. Ajax yeah. was born on our wedding anniversary, which really screwed the pooch. Oh. Oh. like happy. Oh. Yeah, and it was one of those things too. Like, oh come on, not this day. Yeah, no. Just like <laughs> make it ha- like oh. What are yeah. the chances? And my mom's in the waiting room, be like, yippee! <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> Jessica Eason's kids are born on the same day. That's so, so strange. Four years apart, same birthday. So crazy. So crazy. Yeah, that is wild. It is wild. So, uh, Miss Marco. Yes. What broke you this week? Okay, right. so I have a mini story of my little son and then a real story of my older son. Great. Here's the mini of the, my little son. Love it. When we were getting our house painted, um, 
uh, you know, there were these guys working every day on the house for about a week and they were there or very early in the morning to, you know, later in the day and inside or outside outside. And so I have this, like a snap plaid. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what that is? It's like a plaid. I call it a snap plaid, but everyone does. It's like, you know, a plaid shirt with snaps and it's kind of like yeah. an eighties style shirt. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Cause they're so fun. Cause you can be like, pa, 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 pa. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm walking to the car <laughs> with my snap plaid four to five painters in the house and my two-year-old is fussing and I'm standing in there and all of the painters are there and oh, no. what you've just described oh, no. fights me, rips it <gasps> open <laughs> in front of the four painters. And I was just like, good morning. Good morning. Oh, that's where we're at right man. now. That is awesome. So it's my two-year-old. <laughs> I mean, but that- you know what? Is snap plaid. Bad day for me, good day for them. Exactly. Good day day for them. Hey now. Good day. Good morning. Good morning. So there was that. And I was wearing a bra. I was. And I don't even think a cute one? I don't even think it was a sports bra. So really, really good for them. So that happened for them. (laughs) So the story I was gonna tell you about my older son is that because there are some bras I'd be happy if people saw, but there are a lot of bras I'm like, oh. I mean, there's a million things that are like destroyed post-baby in my body. I do think my boobs are bigger post-baby. Mine too. So I'll say of all the body parts to have exposed, yeah, better that than my another. Better after baby. Oh, if he had weird. exposed oh, just the abs, I would have been like, God help me. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, was, it was the boobs. So I was like, could be worse. Like, my boobs aren't bigger so much as they are lower on my body lower. now. Well, you've always had big boobs. Though. Yeah, they used to be glorious. Why didn't I take like <laughs> nude photos? <laughs> All right. So anyway. my older son, uh, a couple of years ago, before my younger son was born, um, so my uh, this is a little precursor. My grandparents all died when I was pretty young. So I was raised with this surrogate grandmother, my Auntie Joyce, who was my mother's aunt, who was basically like a grandparent to me for most of my life. And so she only, she died at 103 <gasps> um, about three years ago, because it was before my little one was born. So my Auntie Joyce dies. So my, she was on my side of the family and my husband was working a lot and he couldn't come. So I flew to New York and Connecticut with New York, then to Connecticut with my one son by myself, which, you know, it's never fun to fly alone with a kid, but Your he youngest. was my, my oldest. He oh. was, he was only three at the time. Got it. So we fly and we go and I had, I had to sit at the funeral with him and somehow make him behave. And he was like three or almost three. <sighs> and so my, <laughs> my thought as a person with one child and less experience than I have now is like, I'm going to bring a dumb, dumb lollipop. And he'll uh, have that for the funeral. And that's going to stimulate him enough to to not interrupt. <laughs> that was what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well. And I went, who was the dum-dum? <laughs> so <laughs> funeral starts. He starts fussing. I hand him the lollipop. He looks at me and I just hear like, Crunch! Yeah. He just crunched it in one bite, and was just like it was over. That's how Odie eats it. He wants like five yeah. in a row because he eats them in like two seconds, and then yeah. it was over. And then I was like, I don't know what to do here. No. So oh, no. my mother's friend kindly took him outside because this was a very important person to me, and I wanted to be at the funeral. Yeah. So I'm at that the funeral, nice and it, and you know, it's 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 an interesting thing when a person that's 103 dies because it's not. Uh, it's sad that her yeah. her life a celebration, ended, right? but it was yeah. a lot of a celebration. 
it was a different tone. Yes. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't it's devastated. More like, good for her. Um, and she, she did it. Yeah. And let me fucking tell you, this woman was a badass. She was like Peggy Olsen from Mad Men. She oh. was like oh, that. Awesome. Wow. She was a badass. She started an all women's PR firm in Manhattan. I feel Manhattan. like you've told me about her. Oh yeah. Yeah. She wow. was a huge influence in, in my life. Cool. Huge, huge reason why I am the way I am now. Why, why I've sold multiple movies to Hallmark is because. Oh. <laughs> so, no. but she is a big, like, I think she's a source of a lot of my strength. When I wanted to move out here, my mother was like, don't you want to stay close to New Jersey? And my auntie Joyce on the phone was like, if you want to go, go. Oh, that's like, a she was woman. like that. that yeah. Awesome. She was like, you go, that's you good. do what you want to do with your life. And that's how good. she lived her life. And so it was very important for me to be there. And so I was there at the funeral. My mother's friend kindly takes my son outside. And then I think I flew back that night with my son. So I think I like took a red eye with him and then flew back with, it was something oh, like a lot with yeah. a little kid. And then I had my second book was coming out at the time and I was recording the audio book of it starting the Monday, I, like the day after I got back. So I get back whoa, whoa, and my son goes back to preschool. Like we land that night. He goes to preschool in the morning. I go for a day and record like a day of the audio book and it's going to be like a week or two that I'm working. And the next morning, um, I'm about to send him off to preschool and I look and he like scratches his head and then he scratches it again and I was like no 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 and then he scratches it again and I was like no 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 and because his hair is like Luke Skywalker's I look and it's just like there's just lice swarming in <gasps> no like, like either they've hatched and they're there but I can see them very vividly Whoa. in his light hair and I was like no you have lice so I immediately call the recording studio and I'm like swarming I'm like, I can't. Oh my God. I can't. You've never had experience lice? Okay. So I go and I'm We're like, all no- knocking on wood. There hasn't been lice at my house. Oh Has there God. been ha- lice at your house yet? This is jinxing me. Okay. 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 So I call the studio. No. I'm like, I'm not coming in. My son. And then like, the, I am such an open book. I'm like, my son has lice. I can't come in. Like I just say it. And then I, I call. Come in. <laughs> my son has lice. And then I call. Yeah. I mean, yeah, school and I announce it and I'm like, he has lice. You got to check everybody. He went back for yeah. one day though. So I didn't think I was like, it's probably not the school. Right. Probably, but then I was like, where did he get it at a funeral on a plane? Oh, I don't yeah. even airplane. Maybe. And then you have to, and then you have to let it go and be like, you, ha- what caused the, finding out the root of this is oh not going to make it stop. No. Like you have to just let it so your your mom's family friend was like, "Hey, uh, oh look at these transients. <laughs> Let's see if they'll trade hats with us. <laughs> How big is your head, hobo?" And they just yeah. Do you think it happened on the playground that she took him to during the funeral? I mean, I just told you what I think happened. I have no idea. I think idea. they went to a, a homeless encampment. Because and no one at his preschool had it. I called. I bet I, he just saw a kid randomly and was like, "Hold on." No, Maybe. honestly, he probably got it on the plane. That would be my guess. Yeah. Well, what I do know is that he didn't those, get it at you know, preschool like, because he was the only one at preschool that had it. And I called the school and they didn't, they yeah, checked everybody yeah, and it was sense. fine. So that's what I know. So I go crazy and I like, you know, like I'm, I'm cleaning and then I call a cleaning service and I'm yeah. washing everything. And I, you know, I go to the hard stuff and I do the like chemicals, no tea tree oil in my house. We're just like doing the hard <laughs> stuff. My son is like screaming because he doesn't, he like opened his eyes when it was going <gasps> down. It was horrible. Oh God. The whole day is horrible. Oh my God. That's horrifying. The and then I've decided I have it, you know, oh, yeah, because you itch by I just decided that I had it. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to itch tonight. Just thinking yes. about this. So I'm like, I have lice. I most certainly have lice now. And I decide I do. And then, so I treat myself with it. So this is all without even no diagnosis, just because <laughs> oh, and then I had a moment where I was like, Oh, I remember. I love you so much. I know what it was. 
I had a moment, guys. It's so sad. No, I fell an inch. I need to treat myself. I treated myself too. Who who, uh, wrote us an email about uh, her kid had butt worms, so she she drank it and she got sick. Well, I treat myself with the, the stuff, and then I had a moment. I was like, I'm going. I'll tell you why I treated myself because I I checked my son's head. And then I had a moment. I was like, and he's three. And I was like, can you check my head? And he doesn't know how. Of course. And my husband's at work. And I'm missing. And I'm like, my career is going pretty well at this point. And like, I'm the, it wasn't even a question. I hate to say this of who would take the day off to take care of this. Even though I also had a big job that day. It was just like, Margo's going to do it. Oh. Just because it was like, that's the way it is sometimes, you know, yeah. like the mo- it falls on mom a lot. And what was, was your like, husband doing? He was shooting a TV show and I was recording well, an audiobook. They're both pretty like equal. They're big deals. They yeah. were both big deals, but I think it was like I could. But you were a one one person situation. I TV was shows. the talent. So yeah. it was like, I think that they could push my shoes. Right. Exactly. He was ready on a show where he needed to be physically they present. Just replaced him. So I get it. But I was it, it at the time. I get it now. Yeah. Right? But at the time. I was like, there's nobody here to check the mother's head. Nobody can check mom's head. Like it was like, I'm checking everybody and I will check my husband tonight and there's no one to check, no one to check me. And I like really felt sad about it. And so then I was like, I'm going to go to the doctors. So, (laughs) but this is all by 2 PM, like crazy morning. So we go to my doctor to have her check me and him to make sure that it's all gone. I know you're in Los Angeles at this point. Yes. So, and, at that time, did they have those like lice? Yeah, they did. But I, w- I went to it. I was like, I'm just going to pay a copay. I'm not going to pay. Okay. $200 to have some person. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to go to a MD who can do the same thing. Because if it's gone, it's gone. And I've already gotten like the hard stuff in bulk. So it's Got fine. It. So I go and <laughs> I go to the MD and she's like, you don't have it. And I was like, okay. She was like, I actually don't see evidence of you ever having had it. And I was like, that's fine, but I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> She's like, okay. She's like, I think you might have burned your whole scalp. You're fine. I'm certain. I'm certain I had it. You weren't there. And then she checks my son and she's like, he's in the clear. And I was like, thank God. And I was like, okay, can you look at these bites on my back? I think the lice bit my back and I have these weird bug bites on my back. Can you look at them and make sure that that's all it is? Cause it's like really itchy. So she looks at my back and she was like, no, those aren't lice bites. You have shingles. And I was like, Oh my God. I got shingles from being so stressed, stressed out. out. Yes. And I was like, well, what's the treatment? She's like, well, you found it early. So you can have, you can just go on, uh, <laughs> Valtrex. Yeah. Uh, like for it because you're on, I caught You caught it right away. Oh guys in that moment that she was like, you don't have lice. You have shingles. I was like, well, good for me. I was happy. I was happy to have shingles. <laughs> I think because, I would have felt because the same. I was like, oh, I just need to go on this prescription and it'll go away. Yeah, great, better than lice. I don't know. I just I could better than lice. Better than lice. I agree. Bugs living house. on your head? No way. I'd rather but have a when, virus. Yeah. When in your life are you happy? For, I was <laughs> happy to have shingles. I was so thrilled. <laughs> I was like, great. I have. She was, and she really was like, why are you happy? I was like, because it's not lice, and you said yeah. I can treat it because I caught it early. Or bed bugs. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'll Did it hurt? You. The shingles? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. So but bad. I was like numb. <laughs> I was numb to the pain because of my 
neuroses yes. over the head lice. And then uh-huh. my son, my son actually did have head lice. And it was like, I, I was, I was numb to the pain we believe of you. shingles. Remember when I got shingles in my face? Oh my God, mm. in your eyebrow. It was like, oh. she was like, I don't know. She, you I was were like, I don't know what's going on. An episode of yeah. this being like, I don't know what's going on with my eyebrow. <laughs> and I was like, I think I had a shingle. Did you catch it in like time three to days take later, the She was like, I had shingles. It was shingles. Did you catch it in time? I think I yeah I had to take Valtrex for it. it, it you don't it, catch it, it early enough, and you but d- it can't. Was like, oh yeah, Ari you missed the Ari window of the, the Valtrex. Then that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Ari had to go to the hospital, and they he they had him on like morphine. Yeah, <laughs> that's different. But if terrible. you get it right away, the Valtrex, it's nothing. It's just no, you take a pill and it you stops. You take it and it starts going away. It was yeah. still painful, but it wasn't like hospital pain. It's because I got it enough to be able. So it's like a two day window. I I don't know. I I could be wrong, but it feels like a very brief window before that you can get it. Take it. Yeah. So that that's. <laughs> it's not this week, but it was very memorable just, for me. I mean, I just, I know that we're going to all, we're all going to get lice. Like, l- I know I have to be like at peace with that. No, but I feel like it needs it's to be. It's not like death. No, but no, it needs to be like chicken pox. I feel like lice should be chicken pox that if you yeah. live through it once, then you're immune to it and you don't get it again. <laughs> and I feel like I paid my dues and yeah. that's it. That's a wrap. And also I had, I'm not going to brag, but I did have lice as a kid. So I've been through it twice yeah. now. I when I was, when a, I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. I so that's like enough. three times as a kid. Oh, Betsy, that your poor mother. I know. That's yeah. why she's so crazy. Because right, you can't go to like the salon and have them pull the lice out like. no we just did the the chemicals with the rid with the it's called yeah you get it at rit, albert's rit? rid or rid <laughs> rid right it's rit dye and rid lice oh, yeah shampoo. rit the dye i didn't even know they still made that lice shampoo i feel like everyone we know is like i go to the the lice salon and the nit I mean, takes it all out. I don't have a lifestyle that can go to a lice Ugh, salon. Neither, My lifestyle man. is you go to Albertsons, you buy it over the counter, <laughs> and then you get shingles by the end of the day. <laughs> That's my lifestyle. Then I had a show that night, and I like what? remember I was talking to the audience about my you day. You had shingles, and you went and you did a show. Show must go on, my friend. Show must go on, and I was on stage, and I was like, "Let me tell you about my day," and like no one related. <laughs> oh my like, god, like, that's what? my life. Bring like, on the we have lice and shingles and everything. Here's our next person <laughs> coming on stage next. <laughs> it was just like not good. Brian Finkelstein. Nobody cared. And oh then people were like, Margo, you're, people were like, you're you're disgusting. You're infested with many things right now. Please, <laughs> please leave. <laughs> oh my god. Ari and I, my husband, uh, uh, we do a bi-weekly improv show yeah. at UCB and you have come and done monologues for us, which is lovely. And, uh, we used to, when we would come out, we would like talk to the audience and do a little patter. And a lot of the times the only thing happening is we would talk about our kids a little bit. And the audience was like at UCB was like young yeah. and hip. And they were yeah. just like, what the fuck are you? talking about yeah. they were so not on board yeah. well i'm so used to not ever talking about having kids in anything that i do so it's like kind of exciting to come and do that yes. people don't want to talk about your kids no i mean in what i no not in like in i don't storytelling feel, yeah no i mean in like or they want to talk about like what's it like to write books like it's never i mean uh. it's never like what's it like to be a mom it's yeah. never that yeah i'm embarrassed you know we we asked about hallmark movies <laughs> and we didn't ask about your kids well, we, she just, I just told you about my told kids. Told us a lot of stories. About, oh, 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 okay. So, okay. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but there's, yeah. I mean, I don't, it's not something I talk about a lot, so it's kind of fun. Good. Well, I'm really happy that you came on the show. Me, Me too. too. Margo, tell us, uh, if people want to familiarize <laughs> themselves with you and your work, what can they go, where can, what can they check out, where can they All go? All right. Are you ready? Yep. www.margolightman.com. All right. Okay.
That's it. No, no, there's more. There's more. <laughs> or, or that's that's my Twitter <laughs> handle or my Instagram handle is at Margo Lightman. Great. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what are your books called? So my first book is Gawky Tales of an Extra Long Awkward Phase, and that's a memoir. My second book is Long Story Short, The Only Storytelling Guide You'll Ever Need. And my third book... Ooh, How to Tell Stories. How to Tell Stories Great. properly. I hope I did an okay job today. <laughs> and then my third book comes out this summer, and it's called What's Your Story? A Workbook for the Storyteller and All of Us. And it's a sequel to my second book. Amazing. Yeah. So and good. Did you say your first book is out on audio? They're all on audio. They're all on well, audio. not the third yet, but I mean, this first, the two, because the third's not... It'll be out this summer. But, but the first know. two are both on audio. For you. I, there, I'm going to be honest. I know that there is a cue for my second book at the library, and you're going to get annoyed, and then you're not going to get it. And I'm sorry. No, because I recently, then I just will like buy it. Do you when you have a book? Do you go online to see like <gasps> if people are looking at it in the library and commenting on Amazon that? and stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's oh fun. God. That would, that would be so fun. You're it like, is oh my fun. gosh, it's exciting to know reading. there's a wait for my uh, for my second book. There's yeah. not a wait for my first. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, that's cool. But honestly, of all those books, that sounds most appealing to me. Oh, thank you. I'll bring you. I'll bring you a copy. Would you please? I will. I will. <gasps> but I yeah, but the, it is fun when I look because somebody at a dinner party once found out I wrote books, and then they went to like a library app, and they're like, "It's a wait for your books." And I was like, "What?" And then I started checking it, and it's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that nice. would be fun. I would totally be like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Nobody a- can read it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever go into a story and sign your own books? I've always thought that. Oh, like Justin Timberlake does? Awesome. Oh, like does walk he- in and see it on the shelf and sign it? Yeah. No, I don't do that. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's yeah. a thing. So like Justin Timberlake will have on his Instagram where he'll be like, all right, watch out. And he'll like go into the Grove, walks into Barnes Noble, picks up his book and he signs it. And he's like, go get it, guys. And he like signs the books. Yeah, but no one. I'm not. I don't want to you you know, should, self-deprecate, but you should do no that. one cares about me the way they care about Justin Timberlake. That's why you should do it. Then I'll become as popular as Justin no, Timberlake. No, it's just funny to be like, oh, watch out. Go get it. You know, like. <laughs> and no, what if no one goes get it? No one will go. They'll be like, it's Whoever filled does. with lice. It's filled with lice. <laughs> Someone vandalized all your books. We had to toss them. Uh, Margo, you're doing a great job. Really? Thanks. I'm trying. Yeah. What a nightmare. That was years ago, and I still think about it daily. Yeah, yeah. It was a day. It was a, you survived that day. That's so traumatic. But it had a happy ending. I got shingles. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so relieved, Amanda. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Yep. You did just what I would have done. At least I wouldn't have picked I her s- up. Kept her at school and said, "Go back. Go back and learn. Go Rex, back and learn." Rex called today, and we were like, "No, nope." Sorry, kid. No. Sorry, you have a stomach ache. Go back to class. <laughs> if you vomit, we'll get you. Exactly. <laughs> Even then. So mean, but totally right. But I'm telling you, I, in hindsight, my mom did the same thing and I have respect for it now. Yeah. 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 I mean, Be- who Betsy, Betsy, mm. you're doing a great job. <sighs> and starting a babysitting and a lifetime movie business at the end of this um, podcast. When great. the babysitter calls. When the sitter calls. And when the sitter calls. <laughs> you answer the phone. <laughs> you have a new life now. You're going to be a sitter to all these other kids. Great. <laughs> just what I, just what I wanted. You're doing a great job with oh, those thanks. people's child. <laughs> uh, 
You're really uh, I'm a good mom if I was just <laughs> being a mom to that two-year-old girl <laughs> in that million-dollar house. <laughs> yep. Someday I'll understand that nanny co-op thing, but I don't get it. I was like, is it like Blue Apron? That's what I, mean. I had a thought of that. And I was like, I don't think it's like Blue <laughs> Each week they send me three hand-picked babysitters in a box. I really was trying to compare it to something. I was like, I think it's like Blue Apron. I don't know if it's like Blue Like, I don't, I'm never going to. It's Oh fine. my God, that's hilarious. Pick a vegetarian nanny. Or maybe just like a family-friendly nanny. Or paleo nanny. Hey, if you like the show, please subscribe. And, you know, it's a free show. So a way that you can pay us is to rate it and review it. Yep. And if you like it, uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. Tell everybody, mm-hmm. especially tell your mom group. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show and on Instagram at Why Mommy Drinks Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group. We have a great Facebook group, My Mommy Drinks. That's right. It's a whole community of listeners. It's super fun. It's super supportive. Also, send us your parenting nightmares. Send us your shit shows. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a message on our hotline. Uh, call me with your shit show 424-279-884 uh, Call me with your shit show 424-279-884 So you might find yourself uh, realizing that the happiest moment of your life is watching someone else's kid. Oh my God. <laughs> or, of your week. Of your week. Yeah, of your week. Of your week is watching Oink. someone else's kid. <laughs> or uh, realizing that you have shingles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or that, uh, you know, you just have realized that you turned into your mom once again. <laughs> <laughs> and you left yourself at the nurse's office. Uh, And, you know, regardless, you're doing a great job. Why Mommy Drinks. Campfire.